everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy TVU Thursday. Welcome to another week of the Black Umbrella. Yay. Welcome, welcome. Yay. How are we doing? I know. I feel like we started off the podcast so zen. Hi, everybody. How are you I doing? Know. Welcome. <laughs> right. I think I think we're coming to terms with the fact that we're just going to be inside. For two fucking long. <laughs> yeah. It's really not an interesting... I mean, I've noticed... I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed for yourselves, but I noticed that I'm having a lot more of, like, up and down days. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm used to, like, my schedule kind of just being, like, go from here, like, from home to work, work to cousins, cousins to... uh, um the club maybe or like then come back home and then like kind of do it all again whatever like I'm used to my schedule being jam-packed but being at home I really have a lot more time on my hands to think about me about what I'm doing about life about jobs about my love life shit show that is (laughs) but Mm -hmm. just in general I have a lot more time to just think Mm -hmm. and it sometimes makes me feel like, oh, clarity. And then sometimes it makes me feel like, oh, I'm scared. <laughs> like, I don't really know, like, how to, I have a lot more up and down days. So I'm trying to get on a good track of, like, a mental health, like, space. Like, what really helps me is my meditations that I do every Saturday with Saran and Coco. For you guys who want to meditate, Saran says, at Saran says, and at Ivy Coco on Instagram, they do meditations every Saturday. So check the, they change the times up, but um, they do them every Saturday. So the word of the day is ambivalent. Mm. Ambivalent. Yes. It's an adjective. It's spelled A-M-B-I-V-A-L-E-N-T. It means having mixed feelings about something. Okay. Mm, Ambivalent. Ambivalent. Having mixed feelings about something. Wait. Okay. One more time. One more time. Yes. Run it back. What you want? Yes. What you want? What you want from me? Ambivalent. Mhm. Mhm. The 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 definition. One more time. Well, you want everything. Right? Mixed feelings. Yeah. It means I having mixed I want feelings. The definition in the, in the uh. You want a lot. You want a lot. Yep. Okay. Yep. I want it. It means having mixed feelings about something. And you guys, I can't even see it. Oh, okay. There I am. Okay. Wow, this is awkward. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Ambivalent. Um, I oftentimes I find myself and um being a bit ambivalent whenever I take my car to the auto shop because <laughs> I never realize if they're trying to jip me or not for whatever it is they need to do. So like you know I'm often ambivalent. I have mixed feelings. I can't commit. I can't commit to an auto shop. I'd be like, listen, you said 500. This other place says 700, but then I know somebody who said that it doesn't even cost that much. What is it? What is it? Like, (laughs) why am I being? I thought that's so annoying. Like, why can't there just be like a nice controlled market and flat rate for like certain things, you know? I wish. I wish. Then we wouldn't be living in a capitalist society (laughs) now, would we? (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness i need a tire oh my god i need this well it costs this much here but it costs this much here well goddamn why can it just get done why is the service fee an ass crack of what the fuck <laughs> over here but then the service fee is nothing over here 
<laughs> and the product costs two times more over here. This doesn't make sense. I can't say They're that. like, well, because the quality is better here. If you get it over there, <laughs> it's only going to last you for six months. But if over here, you won't need another one for three years. And we have a warranty. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, shut up. Shut up. Just get my mm-hmm. shit fixed. It makes you so fed up. You be like, oh, my God, just fix it. Like, I don't care anymore. Like, just I'll pay it. Like, whatever. Like, you just you get at your wit's end. It's designed to make you go crazy. Yeah. Um, I will say, um, when it comes to like the whole opening up of California again and like the rate, the speed at which it's going right now, you know, I feel very, um, ambivalent towards it, mm-hmm. you know, cause part of me is happy. I think they're starting to open back up, but then the other half is like, well, I don't know. Just don't know if like we're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna do what we're gonna do as Californians, you know. <laughs> as Californians, <laughs> you know. Nika. Um. Sometimes when an artist I like drops new music, I feel ambivalent about their project. Mm. Anyone specific recently? Mm-hmm. Um, not really that I can think of. I guess I felt that way about Kaylani's project because I didn't know if I liked all of the songs or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that would be a recent project. I like a few, you know, a few. Mm-hmm. People were talking my... about that too. They're like, oh, but she she's just like one of those artists where I don't, I just I I try, mm-hmm. I just can't I can't get on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I'll be trying. People love her, so I'm like, let me get into it, and I just can't. No, they do. But her last album was gold. This one is um, mm. yeah, it's cool. It's not bad. It's just not. What I was expecting whenever it came to growth, I felt like she kind of that the, the last album showed like supreme growth, and then like this album showed like, oh, I'm not that grown yet. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but I feel like it feels like she backtracked, like she went from like going in a place where in her last album she like had just became a mother, and she was also in that situationship I guess because I don't think they ever said they were in a relationship but like that situationship with the baby daddy of her child who was also a bisexual man who looks gorgeous by the way uh-huh. um, but he like gives off like peaceful calming energies and whatnot and she went from that to dating YG and it just totally right. <laughs> yeah it just totally like went into a weird spiral well with that let's go on to for the birds <laughs> mm-hmm Excuse me, I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, by the way. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. Heavenly. Not just a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and a crustable. Mm. They're that so good. so good. I haven't had one of those in a They're minute. They're so good. I have. I bought, I went to Target and bought, there were two for five, I think. Like the packs. The packs. Like the packs of four were two for five. Couldn't believe it. Oh. You know... What I did get though, sushi grocery store. Oh, sushi. Yes, of course I did. But that's not what I was gonna say. I got fig newtons. 
Who buys Vic uh, Newtons? Me. I she like does. She loves them. Yes. I love oh, them. Oh, that's and geezer. immediately, like, the same night that I got them and I ate them before bed, because I always like to eat them before bed. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're fucking awful, dog. With some Alka-Seltzer while she's watching Golden Girls. Some shit. I don't know. No. Immediately, like, I had, I was having, like, the worst dream. Like, I love I wonder why. so much. It's the figs. It's, it is. That's what mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> it's the figs. And I love them. Like, they're so, I love Fig Newtons. They're so good. But they give me bad dreams, man. The Lord figgy Jesus. fantasies, man. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, um, starting off by the birds. So, um, as we all know, we're like kind of getting to a new normal, I guess. You know what I mean? Everyone walking around with masks on. Sick of it. I'm I'm sick of it. I know I am. Sick of it. I literally forget it every time. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't. There's not a time where I don't forget. I forget it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you get out your car, you about to and go places out will really not let you in. I'd be like so mm-hmm. mad. It's like, fuck. yeah, and they're like, nope, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so, uh, someone, you know, there's been a lot of people making their own masks and everything, but someone decided to create a new mask, and um, it's made from leather. <laughs> <laughs> It is a full mask. <laughs> no holes. Goes, no, no hole. There are no holes in it no because I, you know, it can't be any holes. You know, it's a mask. <laughs> right, it right. Can't it? Can't. <laughs> if it had holes in it. It wouldn't be a mask. That, it would be a mask. <laughs> it wouldn't be a cover. <laughs> a proper face covering. It wouldn't. Exactly. So this person has made a leather face mask, and I just want to know. Well, you know, we all want to know. How exactly are we supposed to breathe? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> literally, the collapse. I literally saw that shit. It was like, what? <laughs> I was like, you breathing through your nose all day. Like, you can't even, like, how uncomfortable. <laughs> that in itself will give you a respiratory infection or some shit. Like, you need to breathe in. <laughs> you need to breathe, bruh. Mm-hmm. It's, and then, like, oh, it's for fashion. Oh. Uh, I'm okay. That's <laughs> like, dumb. Yeah, that's stupid. There are plenty of cute, fashionable masks that aren't made of all leather <laughs> that I can <laughs> breathe out of. I mean, I seen the picture of it. Like the thing is, also the picture, like the mask is literally like glued to the man's face. I swear, like there's no like room. <laughs> yes, it's so tight. There are. No pockets of air to even grab some from which i mean i guess you're fully covered in that sense but <laughs> you literally cannot breathe out your mouth it don't make sense yeah they need to do better that's not smart just <laughs> it's stupid it's, it's stupid yeah it's very stupid and i'm sorry that you even wasted your time <laughs> making that Hey, I guess for fashion, sure, whatever. 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 Um, moving on. So, <sighs> more mask-related things. You know, there's been a lot of people upset about Cheers. the masks. You know, they don't want to wear them. Um, some people are just flat out refusing to wear them. Like Cheers. there's been a video of this woman, this white woman, who was at a Gelson's. 
And they were telling her, oh, you know, you can't come inside. You have to have a face covering. And she was just kind of like, well, you're discriminating against me <laughs> because I don't have a mask on. Like, you're discriminating against me. Um, you can't make me wear a mask. And you're going to hear from my lawyer and everything like that. And people have even taken to the streets, you know, to talk about, you know, to voice their approval of the mask. And this, another white woman had a sign at one of these rallies that basically compared uh, her having to wear a mask to slaves getting muzzled (laughs) Karen so it just doesn't make sense Karen Karen, (laughs) why don't you wear the leather mask and breathe in deeply I don't get it and pass out it literally like she chose not even just like (laughs) She chose an image of like an African slave from the 1700s <laughs> mm-hmm. in Brazil who's like seen as like you know a warrior woman, like a woman who like is a strong woman who like the reason why they muzzled her and why like she was she was unrightfully muzzled, of course, but she was a black woman, so she had no rights, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like she's become like revered in the Brazilian Catholic culture and, like, respected. And she literally uses that image of the woman and is like, you know what? I'm going to use her because look at her. Right. Mm. Goodness. Deformed. Like, what type of shit is Deformed. this? I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with white people? What is it? What is it? I ask that question very often because what in your mind really makes you think that like wow, me having to wear a mask in public is like the same as slavery. Right? Like where? Where'd that come from? <laughs> Stupid. Where's the connection? Where'd that come from? No correlation. There's not one. There's literally not one correlation. You failed the rough test. <laughs> and I'm sitting up here like, what makes you feel like, oh, I mean, what's the obsession with a white woman? Like, let's just get into this bullshit. What's the obsession of white women wanting to now that they feel quote unquote oppressed? Like, oh my, like they want to compare their oppression to slavery and black women and the black woman experience. And it's like, you literally have not one inkling of a clue and you are not being discriminated against. Everybody has to do this. <laughs> like, it's not like you're being singled out like, hey, you're white. You better have a fucking mask on, you white whore, crack a slut bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> they're, not, they're not doing that to you. It's like, no, you're a human who's walking into this store who needs to wear a mask because everybody else, the white bitch, the black bitch, the Asian, like, we all got to wear a mask. Like, why are you feeling like you just, you? it's like you want to feel singled out because you're so used to feeling singled out because you're white that now that you're into a category where everybody mm-hmm. needs to do the same thing, you feel like, well, the way that I set myself apart is I am a rebel. <laughs> okay. <Exactly. laughs> rebel, but you're still not getting into this motherfucking store. You're right. still not getting into any of this like, motherfucking goods. <laughs> Like, you're trying to separate yourself, like, well, oh, I'm, like, on some, I'm different than them. I'm better than them. (laughs) Girl. I'm not black. I don't need a mask. 
Oh, okay, it's a Karen. problem in their communities, not mine. I don't get it. <laughs> what? Oh, Girl, be. Just a mess. It a is. Mess. Anyway, um, so there is this post floating around on Twitter right now of this girl who posted um, a picture of her dissertation. In the caption, she puts, um, well, her name is Beth Jex. And in the caption, she put, writing a dissertation on something that deserves to be heard. And um, the title of it says, Black is Guilty, Public Attitudes of Race and Crime, a Critical Realist Investigation into the Racial Disproportionality of Black Ethnic Minority Males Within the UK's Criminal Justice System. Hmm. A mouthful. Yes. Yes. What a title. Mm-hmm. Now, she didn't really say much in the comments, is it? No. Mm-mm. No, she kind of just posted it and left. Yeah, she kind of just posted it and left. There were like a lot of people, a lot of white people that were under here, and they were not too happy about what she had to say mm-hmm. about what the title said. And, you know, I guess because I'm just, I must be so positive because I can't even really find the super negative ones that were in here. But no, a few yeah. of them um, that I know were posted in the replies were like pictures of like, you know, uh, like mugshots of black men and things like that. And I don't know, like, what do you guys, what do you guys think of? Like the dissert- the dissertation itself, and like also the response to it. Um, I want to read it. <laughs> I would like to actually read it. And I was like, I feel like the biggest thing was like the fact that she's a white girl and she's writing about this. Mm-hmm. Um, which obviously makes a lot of white people uncomfortable, and then it also makes some pipes, it makes some black people in the comments be like, "Here, this white woman is with her white guilt to writing about racial disparities and yada yada yada." And I was sitting up here as I was reading the comments, like some white people was talking about how she needs to like focus on like what she needs to work on versus like this isn't a topic she needs to focus on, and um, this is gang related and yada yada yada. And then black people saying. Why are you focusing on this topic? It doesn't even pertain to you, yada, yada, yada. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you just wanted to basically put this on social media as a form of like, look at I'm a white girl who writes about black people. Like, I'm different. And like, you want to be celebrated. And I just feel like at the end of the day, whether you want to be celebrated or not, bitch, you learned something. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I don't, I didn't think it was that deep, but a lot of people had a Neither lot of things to I. say and it got tons of retweets and tons of likes. And I was like, I don't understand why people are coming down sis's neck. I was like, I mean, whether white people want to feel different and they want to write about black people, I was like, they learned something in the process. And I was like, and that's the biggest thing with wanting to kind of bridge the racial gap is like finding white people who aren't afraid to talk about shit like this because any white person that I've come in contact with like I've I've I've, I've come in contact with very few white people who are comfortable in talking about race and mm-hmm. race relations and racial disparities and like the one thing they can always say is I recognize I'm privileged 
I recognize that I come from a place of privilege. I recognize that not a lot of people, and there has been a lot of bad things that happened, but I really am, it's important that we like learn to move from this and like you know we're not as bad as we were like it's not slavery and I'm like oh my god it's it's the mind it's, it's, it's not it's not <laughs> physical slavery but the mind my goodness yeah. that mental slavery is still keeps mm-hmm. us all in chains mm-hmm. in a yeah. sense and want you to move on it's like but i have we haven't fixed right now so why, why would i move on how can mm-hmm. we move move where it doesn't make sense to me, and I hate it because I'm always. Whenever I was reading it, I was like, "Why are they so mad at this white chick for writing about black people?" I'm like, I mean, it'd be different if he was just writing like some bullshit, but it's a whole dissertation right. from a university. Right. It's not like she's just writing just to write like a blog post. You know, this is something that's being peer reviewed. <laughs> like, this right. isn't this isn't something that's just bullshit to the wind. Like, I would honestly love to read it and get her stance and her opinion as well as learn some different facts. Cause I don't know about, you know, the incarceration rate within black. In, within black and brown black and brown communities within the United Kingdom, I only am educated about it in the United right, States. The US, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, it's something that I'm interested in. But it's the fact that if you took that picture off of it, like, you would think that that was written. Like, your first thought is like, "Oh my god, what sister wrote this?" And it, then you see a picture of her, and it's like, "Oh, it wasn't yeah. a sister." <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe I can't support her no more. I'm like, well, why not? It's like I'm about to read that bitch. I want to know what's going on in the UK. Like it, it acknowledges right, right power, man. Yeah, it really is. It's like you coming down her neck. But whenever we really need to be getting all white people on this train, like they right. need to be out there. I think every white person needs to be writing dissertations in college about race, racial disparities, racial injustice, like all within learning about it. Like don't just learn about it. Really, write a whole. 25 30 page paper on it like i want to see it like i want to see that you know something about it i want to see that it's been peer-reviewed i want to see that you went back and edited i want to see that you went back and did research so that you don't walk into a room stupid whenever you get asked about race (laughs) like oh oh what what there's i don't see color oh my god i'm colorblind oh my I, i i hate that shit i hate it because it's like it doesn't take much to even google anything it's like but you just are so privy to your privilege and you're so privy to the community that you come from that you feel like I'm not really ever going to run into issues with race. So why learn about it? It's like, well, the country was literally built on the backs of slaves. Just so you know, just so you don't want to worry about it. I'm like, it's built on the backs of our people. And the mm-hmm. least you could do is learn about the history and not just like, fifth grade learn i mean i want you to really dive deep read books like read articles and learn about it entrench yourself in it so that whenever you're faced with a conversation about it you don't come with nothing i would love if white people came with something to say but mm-hmm. instead of bullshit but that's my little rant mm-hmm. yes rant <laughs> mm. um well the last topic we're going to bring it back black, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, there's always those little, you know, choose one and one got to go kind of things that's floats around on Twitter. And this one was, you know, very simple. It just said that, you know, it's about movies. And it said that The Woods is better than Love and Basketball. 
and this caused like a big old uproar on Twitter. You know, some people feeling like, oh, finally, the wood is getting what it deserves. You know, it's finally getting recognized or whatever, which I don't even know what that means. But okay. Um, people always say things like that when things have been recognized already. <laughs> yes, it's very weird. Very weird. It's so funny because they just know right now, right? Because <laughs> they're just now figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And then you know, the other half of people just upset, like what? what do you mean? Like, Love and Basketball is clearly better. It's a classic and blah, blah, blah. They're both classics. Things. So, I just kind of want to get you guys' opinion on that. Like, I mean, like, do you agree? Do you like one or the other? Um, <laughs> they both come on, they both come on BET on a monthly basis. All the time. Every, every, every time at around 6pm. You yeah. know, if you want to yeah. catch it. You know, I feel like there's not one that comes on more than the other. Like, you know, if if anyone wants to debate, I just feel like they're 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 two separate movies. They're both their own. Yep. Um, I don't really have one that I'm like, oh my goodness, I like this one better. Like, The Wood is good and Love and Basketball is good, but they're both different. Like, one deals with mo like a st- one is like a story of friendship as well as a story of like within those friendships, like boundaries we we discussed mm-hmm. this last episode you know friendships and boundaries. boundaries but like within it is like you learn in the wood you learn about friendships you learn about friendships and boundaries you learn about the friends and their own separate relationships with people like there are a lot of different factors and in love and basketball it's literally about love and basketball yep <laughs> like, you know like it's not that it's not that layered of a story like it's literally nope, about it's just love that. and <laughs> basketball this is true uh Nika, do you have like a okay. um no like Wes said they're both two completely different movies I mean to be honest I kind of like the wood more but I think it's because of how many times like I've seen Love and Basketball because it's been on for so many times but I guess sometimes I like the wood a little more but at the same time they're different movies and I like them both so I think they're both amazing movies so there's not really anything that I can really like I can't really compare them it's not it's not yeah it's not it's like night and day for me because they're Mm -hmm. different (laughs) so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well I agree with the tweet because if anybody knows me like I hate love and basketball I hate that movie (laughs) Every fiber in my being. So, and The Wood is hilarious. Like, I love that movie. Yeah, The Wood is hilarious. I love that movie. And Love and Basketball is Love and Basketball. Yeah. Like, when they put that back up on Netflix, or when they put it on Netflix, The Wood, I was very happy. Very happy. But yeah, I hate Love and Basketball. I wish it was never made. And yeah, I will say, I will say that I have a strong feeling about Love and Basketball now that Nika oh, yeah, and I we have, Nika the, have oh. both. Oh my goodness, okay, maybe had. that's why I'm not voting for Love and Basketball because of that <laughs> whole experience really turned we me off. We had the worst experience with Sonata oh, Lathan, so bad. I swear it was uh... like. It was terrible. Oh my goodness! I mean, but I've always known that she was an asshole, straight up. She like I'm not even, I'm not even afraid to say it on the mic. Like I have no qualms. Was a Sanaa Lathan 
mm-hmm. has always been like known as like not being the nicest person, but like the way that she disrespected the movie that brought her like that was her first leading role. Like Love and Basketball was her first leading role, right? Mm-hmm. And Gina Prince, the director, she was there too, and she was super gracious, so nice, mm-hmm. beautiful. Like she she did the damn thing. Like I loved hearing her her portion of her she creating the movie, great. but. You can also see that at the end of the day, like I feel like Sanaa wouldn't have even gotten that role if it wasn't for her daddy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Gina True. Prince, Gina Prince, like highlight on the fact that like we had Sanaa in basketball camp. She wasn't doing good. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't trying to get, like basically basically trying to trying to say in layman's terms, I wasn't trying to give her this role. But her dad called me, and her dad was like high powered in Hollywood. Right, and her dad you better called give me, her this role. And I decided to give her a chance, and I don't regret it. Like you know, like you know that little thing. But it was, but Sanaa was like, oh yeah, like she was trying to pick like a basketball player to be an actor. This didn't really make sense to me, and I was not good at basketball. And she had me in basketball camp every every week and i didn't like having to do all that like i didn't want to have to prove myself i was like are you serious dummy yeah. like you ugh, oh my god that was such a turn off it was swear. it was terrible she walked out with such a stank attitude mm-hmm. like she didn't even want to be there like she didn't want to answer your question she didn't want to give autographs and there like there are 11 basketball diehard fans at yep. this thing like they brought memorabilia they brought t-shirts they mm-hmm. brought dvds like you know everything I mean, she passed everybody up so quickly. Like, she just came to come get a sandwich and then leave. Like, I swear it was that kind of attitude. It was so bad. It was terrible. So, yeah. Yeah. So, So yeah. I don't have many nice words to say to you. No, not really. Moment ever. Really. The wood, the wood over basketball. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. What an attitude. I can't stand that shit. So, I guess we're all on the same page. So dusty of her. That was so fucking dusty. It was of her. so fucking dusty. Because I can feel the energy right now in my heart. Now oh that my I'm talking god. About it. Like but, the air yeah. left the room in the worst way. But didn't nothing feel better than whenever I think, what did Gina tell Sonata to <laughs> I think she told her to go get her car. Yeah, she told her <laughs> to go get her car. Mm-hmm. Honey. Yeah. Showed it. Because after the whole entire event had ended. Gina Prince, like I said, Gina Prince, she stayed and talked to fans and talked to supporters and talked to people who loved the movie. Mm-hmm. And right after the thing in the scenario, they walked, walked out the door, like didn't even yep. speak to anyone, like yep. walked out cold. But we, me and Nika had walked out too um, after we had like finished saying our piece. We walked out and we see Sanaa rolling around in this like really nice car. I don't know what kind of car it was. It might have been a tesla i don't know but it was nice it was, it was a, a nice tesla model it was a nice ass car and i said okay wow look at sanaa rolling up in the tesla mm. and then the best then she part got of the night happened it was when sanaa she got, got out, out of the, the car tesla sanaa got out the tesla she gave the keys to gina prince and sanaa hopped her ass and that passenger side i said that bitch sent sanaa to go fetch her car oh <laughs> go fetch my car girl go chauffeur sure <laughs> Um, I'm at the valet. I'm at the Sanaa, the valet, out to get my car. Cause ugh. that was the that was the most riveting, most exciting part of my night. I said, "Wow, yep, she's the valet," <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get enough of it. That was it. That's all I needed. Mm. Well, anyway, let's um, y'all ready to pay some stuff, dust? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Anybody want to go first? Uh, I'll go. Uh, 
sure. Pay it then. You know what? I'm going to pay Dust to... You know, I'm going to pay Dust to school. Escuela? Yeah, I'm going to pay Dust to school. Uh, you know, I'm just really over it. Same. Um, the, way, the way that my finals and everything went, I'm not... I'm not sure what things are going to be looking like for me for next semester. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'll see, but... I don't know. The power of prayer. <laughs> the you know? yeah. Lord, split me open. <laughs> uh-oh. Honey. Well, we got you. Yes. It's okay. Make it We here. I will I'm sign. Not, I'm not even tripping. That's just the crazy part about it. Like, Not to say that I don't care, but... It's just you understand where your energy needs to be in more places right now other than that. Like, you're yeah. going to realize, I just want you to realize that you're going through a master's in a in a pandemic. I just really want you to yep. put that in yeah, your head. Exactly. Put that I'm, in your head. Like, like there's so much, right. There's so much, like, you can't even physically, like, you have to get your master's and not physically be there. It doesn't make sense. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're going through these classes to, like, get a master's, but, like, you can't physically be there. It just does not make sense. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. And not a lot of people work well with online courses. So the fact that you've even pushed through these online portions of the courses is like fucking kudos to you, man. Because mm-hmm. not a lot of motherfuckers can do that shit. So you did it. Shit. I don't you care. You did it. You still did that shit. You didn't give up. You did your finals. Like you did what you needed to do. Whether you think it went good or not, you handled what you needed to handle. Mm-hmm. And now you can finally like be like, you know what? Whew, let me breathe and let me not even put this on my heart and on my spirit and on my mind. I'm gonna let this right. shit let it go. Because for what? Yeah, exactly. There's no point. Exactly. Mm. Hmm. What am I? What am I? Oh, I'm paying dust. Okay. Okay. This is going to be a little <laughs> interesting. <clears throat> I'm going to pay dust to people uh-huh. who you request to follow on Instagram because you know them. Uh-huh. And then they go to your Instagram and then they look at your Instagram story and then they don't accept the request. Oh. Um, I, I was confused and then I said, maybe it's just going to take her some time. And then I realized that it, uh, that was the time, that was all the time she needed. And I was like, we never had a falling out. We've never not been friends. We've always been cool. I haven't talked to her in ages. But I thought it would be the perfect time uh-huh. during a pandemic to be like, you know what? Let me check in on some folks who I haven't spoken to in a long time. Uh-huh. Never any bad energy. Yep, yeah, no. Mm, I, I guess. You don't think it could be like a, oh, I don't remember who this person is kind of thing. No, not at all. There was nobody that she could forget me. Okay, let me know. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> let me just well. say that. Let me just say that. Let me just say that. You know what? Nika knows who she is. Okay, so I'm going to say the last name. I won't say, I won't say the last name, but you remember Taylor, Renique? Oh my God, I said Renique. Whatever. You remember Taylor? <laughs> Taylor, not from NMSS. Taylor from like, Yes. Middle school, Taylor. How like could I forget? Uh, exactly, because she was that integral. A lasting in my... impression. <laughs> she I was say. that integral in my middle school life. Like she played a big role. Taylor and Crystal played two yes. huge roles. Taylor and Crystal, are two in, people that I will middle... never forget. Honestly, oh, there's no way that you could forget them because we literally no. spent most of the time together in middle yep. school. 
Taylor completely paid my shit dust. I was so mad. I was like, are you serious? Uh, and I said, maybe it's because I'm gay. <gasps> Straight up. <laughs> that could be a reason. Straight up. Because she was my girlfriend. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah, like, no, that's know, what I was about to maybe say. she was like, oh, he's gay now. That's what I was about to say. The that devil, could be a You know, I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, I don't know how. Up and she knows who the fuck I am. I was like, I was your boyfriend for like a year and a half. Like, stop playing yeah. games. Like, you know who I am. I was into You know, you're my first kiss. You know? Uh-huh. Girl, bye. She probably said the F word and then left your And page. she had braces. Ugh, whatever. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Mad at me. Ooh. Okay. Well, I'm done paying dust. That was, that was my dust. Okay. <laughs> I was so mad, y'all. Okay, anyway, whatever. <laughs> I, I can tell. I was hot. <laughs> anyway, Nika, are you yes, paying anything Nika? else today? Um, I'm going to pay. T- <laughs> I'm paying dust to this fucking heat and to my depression and to school and to anxiety and to this pandemic and to Karens and Bills. Mm, and don't forget Bob's. Oh, and Billy Bob's. Ooh, Billy and they Bob. kids too, because sometimes mm. they wild. Chester. Out. Yes. Oh no, not Chester. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Chester and uh, Lillian. Mm. Lillianabelle. <laughs> so why you had to put the Lily Annabelle at the end of it? You see, you see. You know they did? have two names. You know she acted up. You know she acted up. Mika <laughs> acting up. You see. You know they have two names. The Lily Annabelle. What? You know, you know, there's a white person out there named Lily Anna Annabelle or some shit. I know. Oh, I know it. I don't doubt it. Probably is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm paying dust to because I woke up at freaking four 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 exactly, like like a fucking Jay Z. Jay Z. Yes. I woke up. I woke up exactly at four, four, four. Yes, four, four, four. Yes, four, four, four. And I could not go back to sleep for like the longest time, so I ended up going downstairs and watching Osmosis Jones. Oh, <gasps> you watched Osmosis Jones? Yes, at five in the morning. Oh, I my sure goodness. did. It was a great experience. I highly right. recommend watching. I would that. love to watch it. What did you watch it on? Uh, it was either Stars or YouTube TV. Oh my! Wait, you got I YouTube say TV? Stars. We do downstairs. Right. Oh, what'd you say? Rich. rich. Mm. You said you have YouTube TV downstairs. Yes. Oh my god! You are rich. No one knows. Oh my god! What? Can I have a croissant, bitch? <laughs> we don't have croissants. Only rich people have croissants. Okay, I'm just saying. We don't have croissants. We y'all have crumpets. We don't have crumpets, but you we should, have y'all got YouTube TV. Shit, I don't know nobody. They got have YouTube TV. TV. Okay, I don't know. I really don't know anyone who has. I YouTube literally have. TV. Well, now we do. Now we know. So we know oh. an elite. We know an elite. I okay. didn't know that it was a thing. I just oh, be see, like, oh yes, oh it is. I just be like, ooh, let me go downstairs and turn on YouTube, the YouTube's of TVs. Wow. Yeah, because we don't have. Fill it in her pocket, okay? Right. <laughs> what? Well, we don't have cable. We literally only time, have streaming services. In the next time I introduce you to someone, I'm literally gonna be like, she has YouTube TV. 
don't do that. Like, oh my what God. is that? Like, no one has. So that's what like is that a, going to do? That's how you know you're elite. That's how you know you've I don't made think... it. Whenever you have YouTube TV, you've made it, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but I do not. They do. No, you well, you have it yeah. in, your, in, in the house. You know. mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay. Elite. All right. Elite. Wow. Anyway. I've just got YouTube. Everybody ads has and all, ads and all, baby. Okay, ads and all. Oh the BA test kitchen is my friend. <laughs> yes. Mm, you be hidden. Where are we? Where, where are we in the show? I don't even. We're at a shining moment now. Give me yes, something that you want to shine. Okay, shining, okay. shining, shining, shining. Yeah. I am shining. This week is going to go to my mother. Oh, hi, mom. She just got Shh. some great news and a business loan came through for her. So you Let's know, go. Oh, woo! You know, she, might, she might get some YouTube TV because she sent me a Snapchat. Yes. That bank account. And I'm like, girl, that look like you could afford you some YouTube TV. You can. Okay, come on. Elite. Elite. Wealthy. Elite. Wealthy. Okay. Wealthy. Spread the wealth. Congratulations, mom. Congrats. Sexy P. Sexy P. Sexy P. It all comes back to sex, baby. Yes. Yes. Tuesday nights live every day on Accelerated Radio at 7 p.m. Did I get all right or no? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I know know it now. I see it every damn Tuesday. Okay. Don't play. Don't play. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, shining moment. Nika, do you have one? Ha. Okay, now. Oh, Osmosis Jones. Okay, bam. Look, because let me tell you how good of a movie that was at five. I want to see it. I'm going to watch it. great. It was on stars. I'm going to find a way to watch it. Okay. It was so great. I was just like, stars. You really are elite stars. Wow. We only have streaming services in our house. Ooh, stars. They do, but that's all we got because we ain't got no cable. That's right. Um, what is my shining moment? Whoa. Oh, okay. I'm gonna give a shining moment shout out to Spencer. Spencer graduated. Spencer and Devon. They both graduated from LMU. Yes. They graduated this year, 2020. So I saw them both this weekend. I actually saw them on Saturday. I went to Spencer's house, which is a nice ass house. Um, um, in the neighborhood, like um near my alma mater. I can say that alma mater. And I hung out with him all day. It was beautiful to meet like some of the new LMU graduates. Wow. And uh, yeah, I saw Devon later on that night. And we hung out as well. And he talked about plans after college. And just, it was so nice. It was refreshing to check in. Because those are my last LMU kids. Like, I don't have no more kids after that. So, then was it. I done graduated the babies. So, now I don't know anyone who goes to LMU. But I'm so proud of them. So, yeah. That is my shining moment. Mm -hmm. Woo-woo. Beautiful things. I guess we can move on to the Gust of Wind segment then, right? Yes. Let's do it. Gust of Wind, here we are. Um, 
First on the list for Gust of Wind, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Alex Isley. She is a great artist. She was recently yeah. on NPR Tiny Desk. Um, she was the one, I believe she's the one to kick off the at home sessions. Um, I'm not sure if she's the first one, so I have to like fact check that, but I believe that she is like the first one to kick off the NPR Tiny Desk um, at home sessions, mm-hmm. which is super cool and dope. She was playing her own instruments and she was just going with the flow and she sounds so good. Music is fucking amazing. Um, to be honest, I would much rather have seen her yep. in the actual office. With, like, all her, like, background vocals and, like, you know, live instrumentation. But unfortunately, unfortunately with this pandemic, I understand that that can't happen. But I would love to see her, like, on some live shit, like, sometime. Like, in person, too. Like, I would love to see her. So I need to check out and put a lookout on her for next mm-hmm. time. Um, and with that, I wanted to actually bring up a topic that I saw an artist doing. Um, artists are going on virtual tours. Hmm. And I wanted to know thoughts on it and if it might be the new norm. Now you better fucking <laughs> I better not see it again. Uh, let me just give a little background. It wasn't a big artist. I mean, I'm not even gonna say that because that's shade, so that's not I'm yeah, not gonna say that. You don't know where they big at damn. Like she's in gospel, so I can't even be like be like yeah, shade, but she's not you. she's not a pop artist. But um Kiara Sheard. Oh. Is planning a virtual, like, has planned a virtual semi regional tour oh. um, for different sectors of America and, uh. like, people buy tickets and everything. And, like, she's been rehearsing and, like, has a whole set list. And she's going in, like, there are different tour dates for every semi regional section. I think there are, like, five dates. And, like, she's covering however many pieces. Like, she shows you on the map which portion of the U.S. gets the tour on what day live and at what time. And I'm not sure exactly what services she's using to stream it so that it doesn't get leaked. Um, but I think that it it was cute. Like, it's a cute idea. I just don't know if this is going to be, like, the new norm. But, like, people were buying them bitches up. Granted, I don't know how much they cost. Like, the tickets? I don't think. Um. And I'm not sure where the proceeds go. They may go to her, like, you know, being an artist, especially a gospel, a young gospel artist at that who doesn't really have that signature. Like, Kira Shear does not sound like Yolanda Adams. Like, Kira right. Shear does not sound like Shirley Caesar. Like, she is, like, one of those, like, I'm gospel, but, like, I'm young. So I'm, like, trap gospel, you know? So um, she's not mm. getting, she's not getting, like, the churches ain't paying her to come and like sing down a little something, but they're paying her mama and her sisters and her mama's sisters to come and sing down a little something. So it's, I think it's a great way for artists to make money while in quarantine, just because the entertainment industry really is struggling right now whenever it comes to the way that artists make money is through performing live. And since that's not going to be a thing for a minute, there are a lot of artists who are out of a check <laughs> out of a big 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 check that they're usually using. i mean these festivals i mean just imagine like all the summer festivals that go on all the festivals in the fall that that have all been canceled like artists aren't getting those checks like that's not that's not you don't get that <laughs> so sad like baby i'm sorry like and it just sucks but i guess it, i thought it was a cute way to like make money but i don't know if this should be the norm but i just wanted to get from you guys like 
Number one, what do you think of the thoughts of on of a no. virtual tour? What stat? Okay, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna say three things or ask three things. Number one, what are your thoughts on a virtual tour? No. Number two, if you did have to do virtual tours, what are like? What artists would qualify for you as Beyonce? Uh, okay, virtual tour. <laughs> I'll mm-hmm. go. And then three. Um, I guess I only had two things. I guess it was a two question. Wow. <laughs> Man, yeah. to lie. Yeah. Unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Well, I answered already, so. Okay, well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, right. Well, I feel like. No. no, yeah, that's right. not something I would ever want. That sucks. And if I had to pick any artist that I would, it wouldn't be any. I wouldn't want to see them on my computer or on my phone. <laughs> like, I wouldn't pick anybody. It's like pay per view. <laughs> Man, it's like pay per view. Watching it at home instead of watching it like close to the ring. Like, I want to see the sweat flying off his face when you smack him. Mm. Why do I got to be at home? Mm -hmm. And how do you even put a price on that? (laughs) Yeah, I just, no, uh -uh. uh-uh. I like it better with the the versus battles and the DJs getting on their lives and whatnot. Like. I like the the free content because I feel yeah. like it still gives them a, like the time to express themselves and then share their music with the world because yeah a lot of a lot of people don't have money to be paying and shoveling it over to somebody else who needs money because like we, we both broke bro like I'm we, not... we all there are, you know how many Americans are filing for unemployment right now Man. spiked spiked honey all like thirty in... million last time I checked okay and. I mean, it didn't really hit me. Like, I didn't even think about, I really didn't even think about the people um, who did have work study jobs in college who now are filing for unemployment because their colleges are shut down. Because mm -hmm. I didn't notice that until I went to one of my friends this weekend. He was like, yeah, everybody on campus lost their jobs, so everybody filed for unemployment. I'm like, oh my Mm -hmm. God. Like, and that's happening at campuses, all campuses. (laughs) Like, people who are using work study to help them pay for certain things who no longer have that because their jobs got taken away from them because this pandemic are now on unemployment. It's just as if. It's crazy. Okay. This is fucking crazy, man. This pandemic yes. is insane. Yes, it is. It's a mess. Our new normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I will be attending the, I, I will say that I'm going to be attending the YouTube graduation cap and gown. Um, on June 6th on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's at 3 p.m., I think. And YouTube is having a graduation and Beyonce is speaking and I'm going to put on my cap. Oh, well. Because <laughs> I, I have it and it's here and why not? You know? I am. I'm going to put on my little well, cap. And I feel <laughs> mine is sitting right in my room. Okay. Throw on the damn cap. Throw mm-hmm. on your cap, whether it's a cap from kindergarten grade school whether it's from middle school whether it's from high school whether it's from college everybody throwing your goddamn caps on june 6th because beyonce is speaking at the pandemic graduation and i will be there right i'm gonna say i graduated twice once through a pandemic Mm -hmm. i wasn't even going to school with beyonce so i I just tuned in you know well anyway um next um Today on Twitter, 
so random. I was on Twitter and Lisa Ray was trending. And I said, Lisa Ray, wow. Okay, what is she throwing? <laughs> Not to be shady, but I just didn't know why Lisa Ray would be trending. So I was like, okay, well, I hope the pandemic didn't get the girl, you know? The woman, excuse me. Let me not say girl. Hope the pandemic didn't get the woman. But um, she was actually being uh, dragged for filth by the barbs. And that's why she was trending. Because the barbs were dragging Lisa Ray. Because Lisa Ray got on... All this whole... First of all, this whole... <laughs> I just don't want to even get into it. What? What? What's the? What's happening? What happened? What do you mean? He, he's oh. he's. Oh, I thought you were saying what to something else. Sorry. Uh, no, I was talking to you. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, this is a it's, it's a whole dive, thing in the first place. Dive on in. Dive on in. <laughs> Lisa Ray. Just to give just to give premise of the story, Fox Soul. Claudia Jordan has a show on Fox Soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, in which she brings Selena Johnson, Lisa Ray, and Vivica A. Fox together to discuss <laughs> topics uh, in pop culture. Uh, it's all of it. I mean, if you guys so can, funny though. Like, I love it. Like, it's just like I just don't, it's like the most craziest mixture of people, but it's like, <laughs> what? What's happening? Like just hearing hearing Vivica A. Fox, Vivica says something. She said, um, Vivica called Erica Badu, Erica Benet. <laughs> and I literally almost shit myself. What? She said, even on the versus battles, the versus, like, the, the, the first versus battles, like, Erica Benet and Jill Scott. I said, oh, <laughs> shit, that's not her name. That's her name. <laughs> And then somebody corrected came in. Girl, uh, that's uh, Erica Benet. Badu. <laughs> Badu. <laughs> Erica Benet. Okay, girl. Anyway, <laughs> in the show, they're discussing little Kim and Nicki Minaj and paying homage, right? And Lisa Ray had a strong opinion and chimed in that. Nikki basically should be paying homage to little Kim for the way that she paved for her to be the woman who she is now in rap because you can definitely see that there are some isms mm-hmm. that Nikki carries from little Kim into her career now, whether she wants to believe it or acknowledge it or not. Mm-hmm. And whenever I tell you, the barbs lit a fire under her ass so quick. And were in her mentions, in her comments, I mean... Just I, she was she's still trending on Twitter right now about these comments regarding Nicki Minaj and Lil Kim, and I wanted to get you guys, you guys's, I guess you could say, perception on first of all the situation at hand with her saying that, and how you guys feel about homage whenever it comes to paying homage. So go ahead, sound off. I mean, I feel like this is just one of those topics that will just never go away because then people are going to be like, oh, you need to be paying homage to, you know, this person. They paved the way for you, blah, blah, this and that. We already know that. Mm -hmm. 
we already know who paved the way and who were the trailblazers for us. Like, we already know that. And then how many times is a person supposed to do that? Continuously? Like, every interview, I gotta mention that. I'm not gonna be doing that every interview and every time, you know, in in my, you know, my lyrics or whatever. I'm not gonna keep doing that. I'm not about to keep (sighs) making tweets and Instagram posts on my story and all the other kind of stuff. Be like, oh my gosh, yo, shout out to Lil Kim. She's just the best. Thank you for paving the way for me. Like, how many times am I supposed to say that? No. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Nika? Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, you should... We know that there are people that came before other people. I mean, that's how history works. People right. come first, and then people come after, and sometimes the people that come after are similar to the people that came before, because, I mean, history repeats itself, so, of course, mm-hmm. there are going to be some things that someone does that somebody did already, because, I mean, that's just how it goes, that's how people learn, they learn from what's already out there, sometimes they're able to recreate something, or sometimes they're able to create something better or something completely different but you shouldn't have to constantly all the time mention the people that came before you because I feel like if it's your time like you should be able to like dwell in and just be happy that you're able to be in this time where you're able to create create of course like you're going to be thankful for those that came before you but you don't have to mention them every single time about your success because at the end of the day like it's your success you should be able to be happy about that yeah Mm -hmm. definitely and i also feel like it's weird because a lot of female rappers always get tagged for like you gotta pay homage like who came before you now go look at the niggas they don't right niggas don't ever have to do that shit all they have to do is talk about how they different and i mean they are they are literally there, I, I'm, and I, and I kid you not. There have got to be ten niggas on the radio that all sound the same right now. The little, the little everybody's. Yep. Who all have the same cadence, the have same the same auto-tune. beats, the same. I mean, the same everything. I mean, they're just literally matching, and they don't ever get compared to another. Never. Nope. And so I was like, man, he's so fresh. He's in his uh, own lane. So versatile. Ain't nobody doing what that nigga doing. Ain't nobody looking at him. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, he got what's so he gonna much do confidence. Next? What's he gonna do next? And I'm like, bitch, he doing the same bitch over here. Did the same shit. Like, I'm, why is no one? Never wants to hold niggas accountable for whenever it comes to paying homage. But whenever you're a female rapper and you walk into a studio for an interview, they say, "So, who inspired you? Mm-hmm. And why? Tell me about it." Mm. Well, you forgot to mention this person. Okay, well, shit. Like, damn, do I have to mention them every time? Mm-hmm. If I walk in and tell you that Salt and Pepper, Queen Latifah, Yo Yo, and MC Light inspired me, then they say, well, what about Lil Kim? What oh, about shit. All right, I'm sorry. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I got to turn around and look at, like, I got to, before I even enter in a room, before the first thing out of my mouth in an interview, First of all, before I, I start, I want to pay homage to Yo-Yo, Song Pepper, Queen Latifah, 
Lil Kim, <laughs> Foxy Brown, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. I'm like, oh my god. Like, fuck. Like, you gotta go down your laundry list each fucking interview, or can you just be you? Like, come and Should talk about your art. you a scroll of the female rappers of the world. Right. Here's the dissertation of female rappers that I'm yes. paying homage to Here's prior to me actually interviewing so that we don't have to get yep. this confused. One. I want you guys to have it in writing so that you don't have to ask me any of this shit. Okay? Yep. Thank you. Have it ahead of time. What about, oh, they're on the list. Oh, you don't see them there? Add them in. Like, because <laughs> I'm not about to sit up here all day with you. I didn't, I got, I got, and, right. I, and you understand as an artist, like, even being a publicist, taking it back to like career driven shit for a second, mm-hmm. being a publicist, it's really hard to plan out a press tour. And you're crunched for time because every show is back to back to back to back to back to mm-hmm. back. If you're in New York and you're doing press and you're doing radio press, all the radio press is in the same area. Mm-hmm. Same exact area. You're going from building to building to building, floor to floor to floor. Like you are going and you're doing this, it seemingly the same interview, mm-hmm. but to all these different audiences. It gets tiring. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to have to mention, if I mentioned it once in my Breakfast Club interview, I don't want to have to go over here to the next building and mention it again in my Angie Martinez interview. Like, (laughs) I don't want to have to keep doing it just because it seems very excessive. It's like, it's draining. It's, it's draining already as an artist doing a press tour because you're literally doing 20 to 30 interview spots a day and you're getting no breaks, not one break. You don't get them though. You get a break to change. Maybe if you want to a break to like, eat a cliff bar but you don't really get breaks to just (laughs) (laughs) you don't get breaks like that like and it's real and we know it like Frenchie and I be planning shit like this to people like it ain't no joke like these press tours are serious and they take up a lot of your time a lot of the artist time and it's very odd it's it's a labor of love because you don't really get much from it you don't get money from it you're not you don't get compensation for going into interviews doesn't happen right right. you you get money from the return the ROI why from the interview is oh my god we gained 5,000 followers or we gained Mm -hmm. this many listens from this region like you know and you and you compile them all and you put them in your EPK like you know you do stuff like that so that you can have stats to show but other uh, monetarily you get nothing like Mm -hmm. it's a labor of love yes this is very true Mm. it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. Okay, well, that that's my guest of one segment, everybody. Yes. <laughs> sorry, to get, sorry to get into career shit, but I understand that the people on the phone on the phone will understand my pain, okay? They will understand it. Going ham hocks. <laughs> oh, okay. I want to knock the ham hocks. Going ham hocks on these hoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody, get your fucking umbrellas up. Okay, all right. Get them up. All right, I got them up. I got all it right. up, girl. You're under. Oh, got stuck. Hold on, hold up. I got stuck. Oh. All right, it's up now. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> under an umbrella, we got a little topic titled "A Freak Like Me." You know the vibes. I know y'all like that song. <laughs> I wanna be a freak. The vibes. You know the vibes. vibes. Okay, so basically, I came across this little post on Twitter, and and this lady said, "Oh, right. Her at name is Dark Sister Hive, 
Anyways, she said that most men are not nasty or kinky or freaks like they say they are. They just have a lot of intercourse with different partners because they struggle with forming connections and bonds, but ultimately can't be alone. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know y'all's opinions. Opiniones. Mm-hmm. Um, What's yours? Yeah. What's mine? <laughs> I don't want to know yours first. Um, I feel like that is that has some that has some truth to it because I have come across um people who, to use what anyway okay okay good. talking about sex and then it came up I was like, good wow. fuck oh it came up huh it came yeah, up it did, it did. okay it came yeah. um wow. <laughs> I feel like there is some truth to that because I have coming across people who literally are like are all talk oh like (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna say you about that action Nika you about that action Nika right don't quote me so anyways (laughs) I've come across people who say like they'll say all this you know how men say that women say all the stuff during text, and then when you see them in person, they all shy. It's them. It's not us. It's them. I swear oh. it's them. Because they'll say all this shit, and then when you get in person, you're just like, nigga, weren't you saying how you can do all this shit, and say the alphabets, and speak in tongues on my pussy, and oh. you're doing oh. this shit? Or didn't you say your stroke game was all good, and your dick was big, and I get here, and you got a pencil dick, and I don't feel nothing, and I gotta tell you to get off me, because I'm about to call the cops. So... Mm. <laughs> oh, game about to make me have a stroke. Okay. Yeah, but not you know. I just feel like I have I have come across people who have lied to me about themselves what and what they can do and what the boom boom what they can bring to the game. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I feel like there is some truth to that, and I feel like that can definitely go both ways. But my experience right now is with men because I've been with more men and they've mm-hmm. lied to me more than so anyways yeah I feel like there is some truth to that and um I mean I wasn't lying oh, <laughs> so... okay. Listen, damn okay <laughs> but then again I don't overly hype myself up like they do because they do that and there's no truth to it and then they're like well was I good or did you like that or something like that? And just like, mm, nigga, no, honestly, baby, what what happened? <laughs> honestly, baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what what are you doing? Like, what is this? This this is all lies. I don't like mm-hmm. it. Or you or they ask you like something that you like to do, and then they look at you crazy because they're like, the fuck, this bitch is like really like. A freak freak or she want to try some things and they mm-hmm. don't want to try them things because they not really about it mm-hmm. i mean i mean <laughs> i've come across people who definitely have been a little shy guy you know but you know for the most part i have to say i have not been disappointed with any of the um 
most of the um, interactions <laughs> that I've had, you know, everybody's pretty much done what they were supposed to do, you know. Okay. Thank, thank goodness, thank goodness they have, because I mean, oh, but yeah, that's my take on it. Um, I don't know how it may like there might be a difference within like the niggas who was like in the gay community versus like just niggas. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. the gay niggas in the gay community are still niggas at the end of the day. Like they yeah. still do the same thing. Sometimes they do be all talking and they be like, you know what? Yeah, I want you to put this in here and then do this and oh, oh you know, cross contamination, <laughs> cross contamination. <laughs> Jesus, hold on now, calm down. Calm down here. <laughs> Oh, but for the most part, I haven't experienced it. But I'm not sure, Frenchie. What about you? Um, it. I would say it definitely seems like the people that are, you know, they don't talk about it. Exactly, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they don't, don't need to. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't, to. They don't That's speak right, on it. They about it. They they be like, they be like, it's show and tell, baby. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> show me, show me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the ones, the ones that be talking all that, like, oh yeah, and then I'm gonna, and then we're gonna, then I'm gonna flip you and do uh-huh. this, all sure, that, like, you know. okay, dude. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> no, thank it, you. It'd be I, trash, and it's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> talking all that shit, mm-hmm. so so and also talking like this. In the falsetto. Yeah. Oh. Okay, I'm well, done. Okay. I won't do it. I want them okay, done. Great. But I was gonna say, and also, um, you know, people talk that whole game like, oh yeah, I'm a freak, and I do this and I do that and blah blah blah. Yeah. But then you know, it comes down to it, and they don't do any of those things. And then you also not a damn thing. Then you know, when you get older, you realize the things that they were saying weren't even freaking, or the things that they were doing that they thought were just like are not. It's not. Pretty mediocre. (laughs) They'd be like, "Oh, I'm I'm a, I'm a suck me on nipple and then kiss you." Oh, okay. So the norm now it's like, okay, Mm. what? What you supposed to do? So you're gonna do the tell me some real outlandish shit, okay? Right. Outlandish. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a suck your ass. Oh, you a freak? (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay, uh, calm down. Right. No. And if you think that that's what makes you freaky, then you've been fucking with a prude, okay? Mm-hmm. You need to go find some time. Mm-hmm. Find some time. Find some time. These are the same people, you know, like you said. These are the same people who are afraid of things like a vibrator in the, yep. in the room, so. Egg. Zach. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? Exactly. Uh, but, like, we're supposed to yeah, make it... Um, we're making a movie. Now lay down. I can't <laughs> wait to go. But when are we going to the sex shop? Let me know so I can get my coins together. Yeah, for Rosie's. I need some stuff. I need some things. I need too. some things. You can make it a field trip. Oh, great. Ooh, everybody fall in line. Get your ma- grab your masks. <laughs> <laughs> grab your mask. <laughs> 
walking in there. This is some kinky shit already. We got our mask on. <laughs> oh, uh, we might have to get Come the leather on one it. if we really want to be about it. I know, right? Let's just all walk around. <laughs> they would literally rip us to shreds. <laughs> what are these BDSM fools doing? Walk around. Listen, we bought them from the. <laughs> I'm so dead. Oh, fun times, fun times. Well, that was under our umbrella. <laughs> Is there anything else? Mm, that's for me. Wash your doing hands. With their chest. Wash your hands. Wash your feet. Wash yes. your balls. Wash Don't your be a Karen. Don't be a Bill. Get you some cotton nail white wet wipes and wipe that booty hole. Get some fabulous. <laughs> Wait, what? Nobody needs those crumbs back there. Mm, uh, the dingleberries. Nobody has time. Get the dingleberries. People are still out here with no cotton nail wet wipes in their bathroom. Mm. That makes no sense. I worry. I worry PSA? too. <laughs> this is my PSA now. Get them crumbs out. Go dig them out. Go in the pantry. Get mm-hmm. the dingleberries. Go wipe down the counter. That's right. Simple as that. Down the counter. <laughs> and clean the microwave, please. Oh. oh, please. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Ain't nothing worse than going to someone's house and seeing all the oh grease my God. and all so the pop. Disgusting. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> they got build up. I don't even want to put my food in there. Why do you have build up in your Is microwave? This the taco cheese and the taco <laughs> meat from last Taco Tuesday still in the. <gasps> right. It's just being fried over and over again every time you put something in like that. Right. <laughs> Can you please clean out your microwave, please? Is this a barbecue sauce from the barbecue you had two months On ago? On 4th of July? <laughs> and <Right>. it's August? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Let's clean that up. It doesn't make sense. Just please do it. it take, it's simple, too. It doesn't take any. It literally takes less than two minutes. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you got that good old, even if you have that good old magic eraser, please come on. That that'll work. That'll do. Yeah, just wipe Literally the counter. Get that magic eraser. We'll clean your microwave. Mm. Mm-hmm. Please, please, <laughs> and thank you, and thank you. Don't that come? We're not we're not demanding. We're saying please and thank you. Okay. Uh-huh. So do that. Take your time. Take some time out of your day and do it. Yes. That mm. was a lovely message. You're welcome. That was lovely. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. It is. Right. Well, we hope y'all are staying sane and clean and safe and everything. If any of y'all live in the uh, like Crenshaw area, they are doing free COVID testing at the Crenshaw Mall. Just so you know, in case y'all want to slide through and get tested, you can go. Uh, y'all can go there. Um and yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast, and then go ahead and send us an email at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com and just let us know what you thought about the episode, what you want us to talk about next. Uh, do you have any personal story, you know, or experience or whatever that you want us to read, and then we can talk about it? Please let us know. That would be so fun. Yes. And we got y'all. Yeah, so we'll talk to y'all again next week. Goodbye. Love you. Love y'all. Bye.